this week on the reverse stick, the Olympic race heats up. Hockey One's new rules are out and fantasy hockey is back. Thanks, Scored. You with Scored? I'm with Scored. This is the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. My name is John Lee. With me every week, my co-host. I'm Matt Allen. What's what? I'm very pleased to be sitting here today with you, John. Um, What's going on? It's uh, it's really quite lovely to be able to spend some time with you. What? Oh, mate, I was told I was told I went a bit too young, a bit too fresh last week. So in in order to oh, balance, right? I thought of maybe, maybe sort of you know do a a, a ninety show in you know like we're ninety. Yeah, not go back to the nineties. No, 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 no verve soundtracks or anything. No like Oasis. Oasis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Just no. Did that that doesn't work. No, not okay. really. All right, fine. Let's well. get on to it. Oh, yo, yo, yo! You're with the <laughs> blowhole pole. He's back. I was I upset a few people with that he, last week. What was your DJ Matty name? Um, uh, uh, Wicked MCMA. <laughs> Wicked MCMA. Yeah, that's pretty good. Thanks. There's a future for you, son. How you doing, mate? What's this show number one oh six? I've been corrected. I did put a note out to our Patreons uh, yesterday to say we're recording show one oh seven tomorrow. Uh, alas, we're not. It's one oh six. Getting ahead of myself. And like you said, series, series two. Series two. Yep, episode six. Episode six. And it was also uh, our recording for episode six of the Push Past Pundits earlier on this week. It was. Um, we're just going to have a little uh, final sort of edit on that, and that'll be out in the next day or so. For the lovers of Indian hockey, check out the Indian Hockey Podcast, the Push Past Pundits. Uh, who's that ringing me at the moment? Somebody you from Washington, D.C. Oh. I wonder what they're, they're trying to sell me. Hey. Washington DC. An ideal, no doubt. Uh, and how's your hockey week, mate? Well, I had a run with you. Of course you did. Because oh. I couldn't play my normal Saturday games. It, it's, been, it's, been, it's been a while since we've taken the field together, isn't it? It has. It's been a while since I ran around on turf. Yeah, I thought you did rather well. You I didn't, did okay. didn't embarrass yourself. You didn't fall over. I did get a card, though. Oh, you did get a card. <laughs> I did get a green card, though. Um, yeah, because it's harder to judge distance on turf than At it my is on age, grass, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It's a lot harder. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, he played on in front of the free hit can't do that, can you? you? You need to speak to the umpires about <laughs> that. Um, no, that was all right. One, one, one draw wasn't the result we wanted. I think it was uh, about 55 circle penetrations to three. Uh, we had balls flying into players, over players, under players, all over the place, but not into the back of the net, unfortunately. But, you know, you get that. And they, they had the one shot on goal. Yeah. Which coincidentally came while I was sitting on the bench and you were playing with 10 men. Mm. <laughs> he, thinks, he thinks that's funny. <laughs> this is actually, we stay top anyway. News. And look, we got plenty of news happening at the moment. Matt, let's start with the Pan Am Games, shall we? Being held in Lima, in Peru. Uh, finishing up on the 10th of August. The finals will be played on the 10th. And, uh, the, yes, both finals will be on the 10th. Let's have a look first up at the men. Oh, someone's contacting me. Um, yes, final. <laughs> the men's. That's a bit funny having that come through. Uh, Two pools. Pool A, Argentina finished on top with three wins from their three games. 
pretty handy uh, score diff- goal difference of 19 there, 24 and one against <laughs> off over three games. It was uh, Chile who finished in second place in that pool with two wins from their three games. Cuba managed one win to finish third, and poor old Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, didn't manage to scratch a win or even a draw in that particular pool. Uh, but well done to Quan Brown. What a fantastic career he's had at international level. And, and continues to have well, no, in that's other his, areas. That's, that's his, yeah, that's his retirement now. Yep. Until um, next until time. Until next time. <laughs> Look forward to seeing you back soon, Quan. Uh, pool B. Canada top Pool B with three wins from their three games. The United States came in second place with uh, two wins. Uh, Mexico picked up the solitary win. You finish in third, and Peru, uh, same as Trinidad and Tobago, couldn't manage to uh, the win or the draw. Not a really healthy uh, goal difference there of negative 35. And it must be said that in Trinidad and Tobago's pool, they only finished with a goal difference of negative nine, which wasn't the worst. Uh, Cuba, who finished in third, at negative 12. So, not a bad effort really. Yep. Um, what that means, what that means is the semi-finals have been played. It was Argentina and the USA in semi-final number one, which the Argentinians somewhat predictably won. A healthy 5-0 victory there. Then it was Chile up against Canada in semi-final two. And the Canadians took that game out three goals to two, which means a final. Oh. Oh, there you're Canadian, eh? So you carry on, mate. It's oh, fine. okay. I'm just getting into music. Get into music, mate. Okay. Well, uh, Argentina will be taking on Canada in the final for the men. That game's been played at 5:15 p.m. on the 10th of August, local time there in Lima. Hopefully, we'll get some vision of that. Uh, the bronze medal game, the USA and Chile, to go ahead at 3 p.m. on the same day, the 10th of August. And uh, you know, it's not outside the realms of possibility in a one-off game that Canada could get up but you'd think the money's on Argentina yeah you, you would do but like you say it's a one-off game it's a final anything can happen you'd like to think so I'm just looking up the previous result between the um, these two teams um, Canada and Argentina I can't seem to find it because I'm probably not looking in the right place but anyway that's what's happening for the men <laughs> Yes, All the important so. news coming to you live yep, from let's get the university. <laughs> the women going on in Lima. It's uh, Pool A is Argentina out there on front with three wins from their three games. Canada finished in second place in that pool with uh, two wins from their three games. Oh, who, who did? Canada. Oh, yeah, that turn. Country. Canada. Um, <laughs> Uruguay. One win from the three games in Cuba. Um, at the bottom there, finished in fourth place. In Pool B, it was the United States with three wins from their three games. Chile in second place with two wins. Mexico had the win and poor old Peru with three losses at the bottom there. So that led us to the semi-finals, Matt. And uh, what an interesting couple of games these were. Argentina took on Chile and won 3-1. Um, not perhaps, either. I thought Argentina might pot a few more than that, but that's a reasonable result for Chile, you'd expect. Yeah, well, look, they've, they've, they've got a few out, the Argentinians, from their squad. Not that it should make a huge difference. Plenty of backup there. But you know, Chile are on the rise, and the rise, and they've done very well in hockey series, haven't they? And the big boil over on the women's side of things was semi-final two, Canada taking on the USA, and a really gritty 2-0 victory to the Canadians. I think I did make a prediction last week that I, I thought we'd see... Canada and Argentina meeting again in the competition in the final. Uh, yeah, that 2-0 win, I, I got the last quarter. Um, just so happened I was visiting a friend in Vancouver at the time, and it was um, 
available on CBC website. Um, bit chilly but it was uh, nice nonetheless um, yeah and a great defensive effort from the Canadian girls I mean really really superb they soaked up so much pressure they used the ball well and you could see there was a real togetherness there um, the I think howling. Well, not, not the footy show uh, podcast had yeah. Kate Wright on there not yep. too long but I'm talking about the, uh, uh, the the struggles and the commitment that the, the girls had put in there the women sorry and uh, also we picked a bit of uh, audio from Not The Footy Show, didn't we, with Craig Sieben, uh, yep. going back a few episodes, telling the tale of uh, uh, the commitment and the sacrifices of, of the Canadian women. Uh, so well done to them. They'll be taking on Argentina in the final. Uh, that game's going on later today, Matt, because um, we're the ninth, so it's, I don't know, 12 hours away or so. Uh, local time, 5.15pm for the gold medal match, the bronze game between Chile and the USA on at 3pm local time. And, uh, you know, once again, a one-off game. You mentioned the girls there are playing, oh, seem like they're a really tight bunch. Yeah. Uh, perhaps there can be a boil over. I know that world hockey, perhaps in some ways, we'd like to see a boil over. Not that we don't want to see Argentina going to a World Cup because they're a quality team. You want to see them there. But we also want to see nations like Canada being able to make it there as well. Yeah, and we've got to remember Argentina are going to be high enough up those rankings to get their spot in the qualifiers regardless of whether they win this tournament or not. Well, they're but, already but, going to the but qualifiers. By, by virtue, of course, yeah. The, the men aren't. Yeah, um, but the, the the difference in the the points um, from second to third is is, is huge for this tournament. Yeah. I think it's seven fifty for gold, seven hundred for silver, and then it's down to maybe three ninety and three sixty for for third and fourth. So that'll there'll be some movement on the rankings because of that. And Canada ain't that far away from USA and on the women's side. No, and um, yeah, it's a it's a pity. I thought the USA might have learned something from playing in the Pro League. Yeah. Uh, here's what they learnt to do was let easy goals in and wasted squander opportunities up front they played, because, you know, played, they played, could have won. Played a lot of hockey together. Yep. OK, let's move on to some other results because it's all happening in Europe as well at the moment uh, as the uh, we wend our way towards the big Euros and they're a week, a week away from now. Yeah. Oh, we've got Euro Hockey Championship 3 for men. That was in Gibraltar up until the 3rd of August. And, uh, well, that finished up with uh, a final between uh, Croatia and Switzerland. And uh, in the end, a 5-4 victory to the Croats. So well done to them on taking out the title there in the Euro Hockey Championship 3. Uh, Third and fourth was Portugal versus Gibraltar. Guess how that ended up? Uh, 7-2 in favour of Gibraltar. Well done to Carl and all the other people there at Gibraltar Hockey um, Association. That's a fantastic result. Commiserations to Bernardo, but they did have an 8-5 win in the group stages. Oh, really? Some entertaining games there. Oh, there was indeed. Well done to those teams. So the final standings there from Euro Championship 3 for men Croatia 1 Switzerland 2 so those two teams go up to Euro 2 don't they next time around uh, Gibraltar in 3rd Portugal 4th Turkey 5th Slovakia 6th and it was Lithuania and Malta in 7th and 8th place so I believe they'll be heading down the track uh, is there, sorry is that Division 3 or Division 4 that's Division 3 yeah th- there's a Division so, 4 as well yeah there is a Division 4 which we'll be getting to very shortly we've also got Euro Hockey Championship 3 for women they are underway in Lipovsi in Slovenia <laughs> did you say underway underway in Lipovsi 3rd of August I should just stay away from doing stuff anyway 
how did that end up? Well, it was uh, a tremendous tournament. Some really close and tight-knit results here, as well as the odd spanking. But uh, it ended up being a final play between France and Lithuania. And in the end, it was the French. Another entertaining final. Four goals to three. Um, Lithuania, perhaps surprising from well I was a bit surprised to see them up there getting into a, a final even though it's championship three but well done to them for at least making the final fantastic performance um, the bronze medal match was between uh, Switzerland and Croatia nil all and going down to 2-1 in the shootout Ooh, tense tense very tense goalkeepers on top there 2-1 two, two in the shootout the score you might be quite familiar with John is it? Yeah, because that's how... Well, oh, did they, well, they paid one of the goalies off in there, did well, they? Well, maybe they did. You can't start rumours <laughs> like that, though. No, we did not make serious, folks. Um, I'm being serious about you paying off goalies. So, so, effectively, it could have been a 3-1 when they might have missed having the, the last shoot shuffle oh, shit. Because they... Yeah, they could have. Yeah, could have didn't, need, didn't, didn't need to have it. Because well, that was a bit like me when, when we had a shootout, John. Well, it says... Anyway, go on, I'm, I'm with Goalies results. and defenders ruled that game. That's what that's called. I've only mentioned it twice this week. <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. Uh, so the final standings, France 1, Lithuania 2. They'll be shooting up to Euro 2s. This is for women. Switzerland in 3rd, Croatia in 4th, Slovakia 5th and 6th. And 7th was Hungary and Slovenia. So they'll, unfortunately, be heading down. Now, what else have we got here? Euro Championship 2 for men. It was in Cambrai in France. It finished up on the 3rd of August. And it was Russia and France facing off in the final there. And probably somewhat expectantly, it was the French who proved to be too good there for the Russians winning 4-0. Third and fourth was Poland and Austria. It was the Austrians who got up 4-1 over the Polish there. So the final standings, France in one and Russia in two, shooting up, I believe, to the Euros for next time around. Uh, Austria and Poland rounding up third and fourth. Now who are you playing? Uh, La Marseille, the, oh, the French okay. national anthem. That's right, carry on. Okay. Uh, where do we get to? Austria third, Poland fourth, Italy fifth, Ukraine sixth, Czech Republic and Belarus in seventh and eighth. So sadly for them, going down the slide. Uh, what else have we got here? That was Euro Hockey Championship 2 for women, which is as I, it's underway as we speak. It's in Glasgow, running through until the 10th of August, only a day or so to go there. Super online presence from Scottish Hockey. Check out yep. Scottish Hockey on Twitter and on Facebook. Really good stuff coming out. We uh, had, this is the three pool sort of thing going on here. So pool A and pool B, everybody play, had three games. In pool A, it was Italy coming out on top with two wins, a draw from their three games. Poland in second place, and they had two draws and a win. Wales uh, finishing in third place, and Turkey at the bottom of the pool, not being able to pick up a win there. Wales managed to win, but uh, a loss alongside it. Uh, in pool B, it was Scotland Shout in first out place. Uh, third, three wins from their three games. Austria finished second, a win, a draw, and a loss. It was Ukraine in third place, two losses and a win, and the Czech Republic uh, with a draw and two losses there. So that meant into Pool C went Wales, Ukraine, Czech Republic, and Turkey, and uh, they've only had the one game each there. So who gets dropped out of Euro 2 for women this is? Well, um, is yet to be determined coming from that coming pool. up will yeah. come from that pool so that leaves as far as the fixtures go for the uh, semi-finals which have been played haven't they or oh, they've been played later today um, it'll be Italy and Austria in semi-final one and semi-final two will be Scotland and 
Holland with the final to take place on the 10th of August, local time, 4.15pm in Glasgow. So pretty oh, much look, a night game. If you're in Glasgow, and um, you might, we might get this show out just in time to remind you to get your butt down to Glasgow Green for a five o'clock game and, and cheer on the Tartan Hearts. Uh, Euro Hockey Championship 4 for men is also underway in Helsinki in Finland. This is just a round-robin uh, tournament, this one. It's uh, involving... Do I have the teams here? Yes. Finland, Hungary, Norway, Cyprus and Slovenia. They've had a couple of games so far. Finland at top there. They've won both of their games. Hungary have won both of their games. Uh, and a draw between Norway and Cyprus, Slovenia, not getting any points yet. So I, I imagine that table will stay close to what it is for most of the rest of the tournament, winding up on the 11th of August, that particular tournament. We've also got some other results. Look, there's plenty of results, Matt. Look at all of this. Belgium played Germany and the men for, in Wilrick in Belgium from the 4th to the 6th. Uh, teams warming up for the Euro finals next weekend, of course. Uh, two all draw in the first game, with the uh, Belgians getting over the top of Germany 2-1 in the second game. There was also a Four Nations tournament in uh, Terrassa in Spain involving England, Ireland, Spain and Malaysia. Uh, England beat Drew 3-all with Ireland in the first game. Uh, Malaysia got over Spain four goals to three in the second, then the Irish uh, lost to Malaysia in the third game. Uh, two goals to one. Spain and England played off. Uh, Spain getting over the top of England 4-2. Then England played Malaysia for a three-all draw. And Ireland and Spain rounding out the tournament with a two-all draw. So some encouraging results there for Malaysia, I would have thought. Yeah, indeed. Against yeah. some of the top you know, nations in Europe. Well, Altman's maybe starting to work his magic there. Oh, just yeah. very quickly, John, just back on those the, the championships that's happening in Scotland at the moment. Yep. Uh, our man on the ground there, Teo McLeod, oh, is, yeah. uh, is putting some um, some good articles and posts up on the Hockey Family website at the moment, so check out Teo's work uh, and uh, seems to be enjoying himself. Yeah, it looks like a fun tournament to be at as well. Not, um some of the highlights I've managed to catch, etc. The hockey looks of a pretty good standard. Yeah, and of course you can watch those games as well as uh, being on the Scottish Hockey feeds on EuroHockeyTV.org. Yeah. Uh, Spain and Ireland also had a one-off test match for the men at Terrassa on the 6th of August. So it was a 2-1 win to Spain. The Netherlands and Malaysian men uh, played a couple of games in Breda on the 6th and the 8th. Uh, first 6-4 victory to the Netherlands in the first game and a 6-2 victory to Malaysia in the second game. Maybe uh, just, just sniffing the salts there, Malaysia, and getting uh, back in track and finding out where they stand. Uh, Japan took on Australia in a one-off test event in Osaka-Fu um, for the Olympics. 3-0 victory to Japan there. And a big shout-out to Flynn Ogilvie, friend of the show, made his 100th uh, Kookaburra's appearance in that game. Got a goal as well. Good on you, Flynn boy. And Belgium uh, were busy in... Uh, Wilrick, is that how you pronounce it? Mate, you pronounce it however Wilrick. you want to pronounce Wilrick. it. Wilrick. Wilrick. Uh, Belgium took on Ireland. I would say v- probably Wilrick. Wilrick. Uh, the seventh and the ninth. So there's another game coming up today. It was 4-2 to Belgium in the first of those tests. And uh, the men are playing Malaysia as well at Wilrick, the ninth to the twelfth. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we've so done the pan Let's look. This is stuff coming up. We've got to get through this stuff coming up. First of all, it's the African Hockey Road to Tokyo, twelfth uh, to the eighteenth. No, of no, August. you forgot to say the twenty twenty on oh, the end. Ca- catchiest name of any tournament in 2020. the world. Two thousand and twenty. You could say that if you want. 
2020. Uh, 12th to the 18th of August, Stellenbosch in South Africa. Two pools playing there. Fantastic to see uh, all of these teams competing. Pool A is Kenya, Nigeria, South Africa and Uganda. Pool B will be Egypt, Ghana, Namibia and Zimbabwe. So really looking forward to seeing... Um, some hockey out of out of out of Africa. Hopefully, there's some streams going. There. No, there is. You've got, so, no, yeah. There's, yeah, there's stream. If you you can get onto Twitter and they need some followers. They've only got 99 followers. Uh, it's shoot, but S H O in lowercase and then O T T in uppercase underscore S A. Uh, and that's the company behind all of the streaming of the tournament. What's quite interesting, though, John, is on their little bio on Twitter, it says, fully automated sports production, automatic ball tracking algorithm, a fraction of professional broadcast cost, 4K streaming and detailed coaching analytics. Now, this is kind of what sound we... Sounds like were, Hockey Live to you. Uh, FIH.live. Would sound very much like what yeah. we, were told, we were told was coming. So it's going to be fascinating to see what the quality of that broadcast is, and uh, yeah, you're going to be able to get to watch it wherever you are in the world for Great free. Uh, that's the men's tournament we mentioned there. On the women's side of things, uh, one less team playing there. Pool A will be Kenya, Nigeria and South Africa. Pool B will be Ghana, Namibia, Uganda and Zimbabwe. And uh, a very crucial tournament for the South Africans, it suggests. Um, yeah, well that's Tyron said last week. Yeah, yeah. Catch up with episode 105 to... Uh, Hear it from the inside. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how things go on the men's side of the tournament, how much pressure that Egypt and see how their development's going. Because they're the really, at this stage, the only nation that's probably really going to challenge the South African men. Yeah. So be interesting to see how that all turns out there. We've also got the, uh, uh, we'll save the Euros for a little bit. That's the men and the women because I've got a couple of other bits of research underneath here. The Euro Para Hockey Championships will be on between the 19th and 21st of August in Brussels in Belgium. Um, not too many nations taking part in the, the championship. Uh, Belgium, Italy, Netherlands and Portugal are the four listed nations there. Uh, I'm not sure if this is men or women because it only just comes up with... Uh, we'll have to do some research here, Matt. We'll have to get on to someone about this because I don't... doesn't have any... Could be men mixed. or women. It could be mixed. Yeah. So we've got to have I have to seen find some of the more. Flyers program is, is, is mixed hockey. Okay. There's also uh, Euro Para Hockey Test Matches, the Trophy and Challenge going on between the 20th and 21st in Brussels, so at the t- same time and same venue, I would imagine. And that's... For Involving England, Spain, Germany, Ireland, and France, they'll be playing matches through that period as well. We'll look forward to seeing maybe the um, Euro hockey will whack some of that up as well on the on the internet. We can get a look at what's going on there. It'll and be uh, sensational to see. It, it will be interesting. I'd really like to see how how it's adapted and how people adapt to it. So. Um, yeah, hopefully Euro hockey people can, hockey TV can do something about that. And great to see that, uh, the, that inclusion continues, Matt. Indeed, indeed. Equally amazing should not just stand for gender no. equality. It should be across all <laughs> stuff. That's it. It's about, it's about our sport and about yes. inclusivity. For everyone, that would mean. Okay, uh, ready, steady, Tokyo hockey. Men and women. <laughs> That's right. There's ready, steady hockey. To- Sorry, let me get this right. Ready, steady, Tokyo hockey. Sounds like a 1940s. Ready, steady, Tokyo hockey. Hockey. And like some Magnus speed car goes, and there's 
Beautiful. Well, speed Racer, you remember Speed yeah, Racer? Yeah, oh. yeah, no. Okay, Pools. This is a, a Four Nation tournament. For the men, it will be India, Japan, Malaysia and New Zealand. They're playing from the 17th to 21st of August, as will be the women, and that will be Australia, China, India and Japan. So everybody's having a look at... Uh, the new facility for hockey going on. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Tokyo. So there's different test events have been happening, different games, but they can't all. They're not all at the at the venue. But I think a lot of it is um, some uh, weather and cultural um, involvement, and so it's 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 not just about playing at the venue. It's How to about squeeze on it, a train. It's, it's about yeah. It's about getting to know or be squeezed onto a train. Yeah. No, that's uh, not the right hotel Japan. for you to be staying at. No. That sort of stuff. <laughs> No, you don't want to put your money in that vending machine? No, and okay. uh, make sure there's no lamps in the rooms. Yeah, no, no lamps. Okay, uh, the big event coming up in the next month would undoubtedly have to be the Belfius Euro Hockey Championship for both men and women uh, from the 16th to the 25th of August in Antwerp in Belgium. And let's have a look first up at the men. Pool A, Belgium. England, Spain and Wales. Pool B is Germany, Ireland, Netherlands and Scotland. And this is an important tournament because it'll go a long way to... Sorry, did you did you say the Four Nations, um, United Kingdom and an Ireland tournament then? No. Might as well be. There's some good pickings for the GB squad in there, isn't there? <laughs> I'm not starting this card. You, you started that, not me. Uh, and for both the men and women, it's, it's going to go a long way towards deciding how the whole Olympic qualification system sorts out because there's a lot of good teams vying for one spot that might not necessarily get another chance outside of of winning this tournament. Yeah, well, this is this and uh, and, the, and, the, and, and the Commonwealth Games are pinnacle tournaments for Scotland um, and Wales, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And England, you'd think. Who? <laughs> okay, no, that's, just, look, that's just GB. Yeah, and it's uh, it's important for GB for both the men and women because their ranking is basically based on England. So that you know, they GB men do qualify through the pro league, but the the women sadly missed out. So anyway, the, did we go through the men's pools? Yeah, Belgium, England, Spain, Wales, Germany, Ireland, Netherlands, and Scotland. The last four pool B for the women pool A is Belgium, Netherlands, Russia, and Spain. For pool B, it's Belarus. England, Germany, and Ireland, Belarus. Well, Would that what, throw a spanner in if they weren't? But got this, up is, and this won. is this is the benefit of the of the tiering system. And if you win your your second tier pool, there's an opportunity to get up there and, yep. and play amongst the the big guns. And I'm really looking forward to the coverage too. I think Nick Irvine put out a yeah a Nick's post on it. Uh, well, he, no, he that. said he said when we interviewed him a couple of yeah, weeks yeah. ago, Kate and Helen Richardson Walsh are both on. Nice uh, Simon Mason and Todd Williams. That's you know the, who yeah, they should the get on. The bloke we don't talk about because he seems to do everything in hockey. Who's that? What bloke? The bloke we don't talk about. Oh, um, yeah, he he should remain nameless. Rob Abbott. Rob Abbott. (laughs) Rob Abbott. I didn't realise, mate. Um, I was reading through a a post last week on the hook. Um, He was playing for that the the bronze medal over 35s team for Ireland. uh, Okay. And in the game against Denmark, they won six one. He got three of the first four goals. Beers on you, Rob. Well done, Abbo. Umpiring game, scoring hat-tricks, get him up in the box. Mr. Hockey, Mr. Hockey, fantastic. Well done, Rob. One more thing I forgot to mention that's coming up. Um, 
And I know Ernst will be keenly listening out for this. It's the Oceana Cup and the Oceana Fives tournament. Uh, the Oceana Confederation champion will be named after three test matches between Two Australia teams. and New Zealand. <laughs> so it's a best of three in both women and men for Australia and New Zealand. That's the fifth to the eighth at Rockhampton. Rocky. Rocky. Uh, and they've got a fantastic setup for hockey. Oh yeah, there, absolutely. And and a rich Australian hockey history. They you look do. at just some very recent cooker, but it's Jamie Dwyer, uh, Mark Knowles, Matt Godes, all all uh, local local Rocky products. Uh, Matty Swan's just up the road in Mackay. So uh, yeah, it's uh, um, a real heart heartbed. What am I on about? Hotbed of hockey. It's a hotbed of hockey. hockey. In the beef capital of Australia. And at the same time as that tournament's going on from the 4th to 8th is the Oceana Fives tournament that will be played between Papua New Guinea, Tonga and the Solomon Islands. And I know this has caused a bit of discussion around the place about ranking points, etc., 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 and how it reflects and who's being ripped off and who's not being ripped off. Everybody's being ripped off under the current system. And we're getting a new one. Uh, the, great, the great thing about that tournament on the men's side is the winner of that fives tournament get an automatic berth into the Olympic Games in Tokyo. <laughs> the fives tournament. No, no, in, no, into eleven oh. side. Yeah, they win the fives. It's only fair. Oh yeah, isn't it? Yeah, well, fives is the. Oceania, Oceania needs a bit, you know, a bit more help. At the next Olympic Games, when we are playing fives, mm-hmm. yeah, they're going to be way ahead of the pack because they'll have had uh, the. That's know. right. Did you I play, play I played with longer. the guy from Papua New Guinea? No. He played a season many, many years ago when I was at the yellow and green team. Um, yeah, that one. Um, and he, he was down here, he, he was in Perth. He's, you yeah, played for quite a few clubs, haven't you? No, it's three. Three in the same town? Yeah. But they didn't like same you. Same city. What? The same city? What, they, they didn't like you? Hey. Why'd you get moved on? Oh, I must be, oh, how long have I been at Freo? I mean, I only, I've only played in one club in Western Australia, let alone... You haven't been here since you were zero. Well, I only play for one club in England. Well, there's two. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I that I'll... I kicked you out of your country, mate. I only got kicked out of a club. See, that's... You're just going... Getting rude again. <laughs> well, I, it's a good it, job on thick skin. Anyway, go on, no, go on about your PNG, mate. Well, he, he came down... He was studying. The guy was a, a really smart fellow. He was PhD in something or other. At PhD P- from PNG? Yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, but he was a very quiet bloke. He's a lovely, lovely fella. But, um, and he not, you know, he wasn't straight out of the Highlands with a bone through his nose and feathers in his hair or something. He's quite a well educated bloke and, and very, for what you might use the term, civilised. Um, but, mate, you should have seen him on a hockey field. <laughs> he scared people. He, he, with a hockey stick in his hand, and it would come from miles up in there, and it was, it was like a weapon. You, you thought you were gonna get headhunted. It was incredible. I'm just, I'm just gonna, um, It I was a fun I'm, bloke to play with. I'm just gonna let John keep going on this mildly racist pathway and <laughs> no, but, step right away from look, the microphone at the moment. There's, there's still people in Papua New Guinea who live fairly primitive lives. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no and doubt. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. But, um. Give him a hockey stick, eh? Is that oh, what you're saying? He frightened people. He really did. He, <laughs> one of the few people I've seen frighten, genuinely frighten people on a hockey field. And not because he was a thug running around whacking people. It was the, just the style of game he yeah. played. Just went, I don't really want to go know that bloke because <laughs> that stick could be going anywhere. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. 
You're listening to the Travelog here on uh, the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Now, no interview this week, John. No, um, we're hoping we, to. Uh, yeah, we 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 we've almost had somebody locked in, but we have got quite an exciting interviewee on the, lined up in the next. We're working couple of weeks. on him. Um, but next week we're locked in for Victoria Pazos, the umpire who couldn't join us last week, um, who's uh, from Paraguay but been in Lima at the Pan Am Games so really looking forward to catching up with Vicky that'll be great and our patrons have already sent in a couple of questions because as we, we mentioned a couple of weeks ago if you are a Patreon we'll let you know in advance who our guests will be and uh, you can chuck your questions up on there and uh, and we'll ask them out to, to the interviewee of course what's a Patreon John? well it's a system where you the listener can help us out the producers of content um, to keep on working on our hockey endeavours you can go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick and cash for questions is just one of the benefits <laughs> yes we'll take that now before we talk about hockey one because we've got to talk about that yeah. um, uh, are you on scored Matt I'm on scored are you, you on scored this, this is my shtick oh okay you can't do that <laughs> shtick I thought you can't, like when you did it at the top of the show I thought alright he's ripped my shtick I can't of course I'm on scored I'm an OG a what I'm an o- original um Go gangster. <laughs> okay. Well, fantasy hockey. Gamer. Back. It's back. Fantasy Hockey League is back for the Balfiest Euro Hockey Championships kicking off next week. It's equally amazing, John, because this time around we've got a men's competition and a women's competition, two separate competitions. And, of course, as always, there are the reverse stick mini-leagues available for you to join. So if you head to our socials, Facebook and Twitter, I posted it about half an hour ago, both at the reverse stick. The links are there for you to click in and uh, join our mini-league and pick your own team. There's some other great mini-leagues around. Um, I don't want to tell you about all of them because if I tell you, there's less of a chance of me winning the prizes on those um, on those pages but there's chance to win there's Griffin Sticks and Thurso Sticks and some other brands as well you can get on there um, but there'll be some prizes from the reverse stickers John um, okay I just uh, as I mentioned in the post we've just got to sort of stick our hand down the back of the sofa and see what we find so as soon as we find something we'll uh, we'll let you know pair of masters training shorts <laughs> maybe oh we're talking about your masters gear there's a rumour that you might have to um, actually wear singlets that's that's the gear nah that's what I heard. No, that's not happening. Well, I was talking to one of the over 55s boys last night, and he said they got singlets and, and no. shorts, matching singlets and shorts. I'll, I'll give it to Mrs. Lee and get her to sew some sleeves on. You wouldn't wear one of those, um, uh, what are they called, the skins, you know, body suits underneath? Do you really want to see me in a body suit? That'd be funny. No, just, what, that's what, right, would, what would be more I? funny would be seeing you putting it on and trying to take it off again straight <laughs> after the game. Because you wouldn't wash it, obviously. Uh, yeah, get into your fantasy hockey there on Scored. Scored.com, yes. Head yep. to Scored.com. You came up with a good idea. Because uh, um, tournaments going on concurrently, why not have it where you can have mixed teams? Well, initially, I thought that's what it was until I, I went in to, to, to set up the teams. It's like, oh, it's a men's and a women's competition. I don't see why that wouldn't work at all. Could be something just, to think about for the future. Yeah. But but that's not a bad idea. That would really test people's ho- hockey knowledge, Jack, because... You know, I'm sure there's some people that know a lot about men's or know a lot about women's, but you'd have to be. Oh, we know some people, John, that don't even watch women's hockey. <laughs> Do we? Yeah. Oh, well, they've, they've, they're yeah. missing out. Well, they're, they're busy and, and they're definitely missing out on prizes the, in the scores. The side in their own domestic league's importance in the world, aren't they? That's <laughs> that's what was going on. Now, speaking of domestic league hockey, yes, Hockey One has made the big announcement, mate. Well, we waited and we waited and there was obviously lots of conversation at 
the time when the trial games were happening here in Australia last year. Um, we saw the pump plays, John. We saw field goal conversions, uh, shootouts at every opportunity. We saw uh, a quarter or a third of um, men's hockey and a third of mixed hockey and a third of women's hockey. Um, that hasn't made the cut. We're playing regulation 11 aside. Um, and the pump play, fortunately, hasn't, well, hasn't made the cut. Do you have the rules up in front I of do you? I do indeed. Oh, well, let's just give a brief summary of what the, Okay, the look, it's not a long piece. I'll just no. I'll read it. Field goal conversions and a mandatory winner are some of the exciting initiatives to be rolled out for Australia's new National League Hockey One. The rules for the inaugural Hockey One season, which have been ratified by the FIH, are designed and expected to produce fast and highly entertaining hockey that encapsulates the buzz surrounding the new league. I haven't noticed uh, celebratory moments just yet, John, which is good. Hockey One League General Manager Tony Dodamade said the rules have been made with a single focus in mind, entertaining fans. <gasps> hockey One is really no. fan-centric. No. We want all fans, those new to hockey and hockey fanatics, to experience world-class hockey that is fast, exciting and entertaining, said Dodamade. We believe these rules and innovations will help us give fans more... Celebratory moments. It's there. They couldn't help themselves. For Hockey One games, team lists will be restricted to 14 players in total, which was um, irrespective of the number of goalkeepers, which is in contrast to international matches. So restricted to 14 players, John. What do you think about that? 14 field players. Yeah. So you could have four goalies if you liked. You could, but but you're going to have one less field player than you would regularly with a 16 or an 18. There's 14 teams, right? Teams, teams will be restricted to 14 players in total, irrespective of the number of goalkeepers. Okay, so if you only have one goalkeeper... So you've got, you've 30, got 13 outfield players. Okay. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, which is in contrast to international matches. Another initiative is the Im- implantation uh, of the field goal <laughs> conversion. The implantation of the field goal conversion rule, which was at the 2018 AHL and is a slight variation to a rule used in the Euro we'll Hockey League. That. We'll get back to that. Uh, when a field goal or penalty stroke awarded during field play is scored, the same athlete will have an automatic one-on-one shootout with the goalkeeper for the chance of an extra goal, explained Dodamade. This will encourage a move away from a reliance on penalty corners, drag flick, and is a great example of Hockey One's focus on creating moments to celebrate. That's just a different way of saying celebratory moments. All matches must also have an outright result, withdrawn matches to be decided by a penalty shootout. Not a penalty, a shootout. It's not a penalty shootout, is it? It's a shootout. Anyway, uh, match points will be given with... with Here we go, and, and, and a bit of a difference on points as well, John. Match points will be given with five points for a win, or two points to each team in the event scores are level at full time. A shootout will then occur, with one point awarded to the winner of the shootout, said Dodamade. The loser of the match decided in regular time will receive zero points. So that's that's kind of what we're seeing with um, with Pro League now, isn't it? But not the not the okay. five points up for grabs. Should we go through them individually? Do you want me to read the last bit? Okay. Rules and regulations were based on trials conducted during the last season of the AHL in 2018 and after extensive feedback from the hockey community. A pump play rule trial during the 2018 AHL will not be implemented for Hockey One. The rules have been given approval until the end of the 2019 season, after which Hockey Australia will review the impact of the changes and submit a report with recommendations to the FIH. Shh, FIH are listening. The outcome will determine the rules and regulations for the 2020 season. So it looks as though the FIH have said, look, you can do what you want, you know, with, with certain respect, but uh, we need to have a look at it 
and assess it properly afterwards. This isn't something well, which is going to get the go ahead yeah. forever with. You need that's to basically back. what I heard that they were given that because the FIH initially was not happy with some of the stuff they were experimenting with and told Hockey Australia and such and I believe that they've come to an agreement where they're going to try it out see how it goes and then the FIH will make a determination about whether they think they're appropriate things for happening in hockey OK let's go through a couple of them shall we first yeah. let's start with the goal rule this you know the field goal conversion conver- which will pe- essentially will be a, a shootout won't it, it no, it's, yeah it's a yeah, shoot single yeah. shoot a single, a single it's a shoot. shoot it's a shoot it's yeah. a shoot We'll, we'll start that discussion now. It's called a shoot, folks. Okay. A one-off one is just a shoot. Okay. That staggers me because it, what it says is that you can go from losing 4-0 in a game to losing 8-0 in a game, potentially, on the, ba- on the basis of nothing having changed in the way you or the opposition have played. We've well, still got to execute the shoot. Y- yeah, you, you do. Execute the shoot. Execute the shoot. Oh, so execute you might only shoot. lose six. From the crowd. You might only lose six nil. Then I just see it as a bastardisation of the scoring system, and I don't think our sport needs to have the scoring system bastardised. Now, what? Um, something, something that they have to overcome with that, with the broadcast, in, and we found this with in 2018, is that they were often showing the replay of the shoot. Whilst the game had restarted and something had happened in the in the other D, almost instantly from the restart, and they were still showing the replay of the shoot. So yeah. it, it, you kind of got to show it and bang, let the game get on because it also potentially takes out that little bit of momentum that can be created by right. You pick the ball out of the back of the net, you get it back up to the centre circle, and off you go. You know, and and there's nothing better than getting that goal straight away, is there? Well, it's interesting. They they say it's a slight variation of a, a Euro, the rule that's used in Euro hockey. Well, yeah, remember the old two goals for a field goal, one goal for a penalty corner. It's a variation of that. What they're saying now in the bin. In the bin, yeah. exactly. So, so a rule that they determined in Euro wasn't good enough or didn't suit the game, we've gone for, with. For which is, yeah. it is disappointing. Now, the um, trying to reward teams uh, and take away the reliance on penalty goal, penalty corner conversions, that I think is a spurious argument because we talked about it before. You want to st- you you t- you're worried about teams' reliance on penalty corners. Reduce the drag flick to the same rules that apply to a hit. Yeah, that's and it. So Backboard that, that would and away change. You go. And let's face it, what's the conversion rates on penalty corners anyway? They aren't great, mate. Just, and I don't think that a team that happens to have a good penalty corner work working for them should be penalised because they score goals off penalty corners and that's essentially what you're doing, you're penalising teams that have got good penalty corner batteries Well that's it, the equality is coming with with better defensive units isn't it and and running running those lines we go back to the conversation with Simon Mason the the problem is to keep those those corners out you've got to put your body on the line and you can do some serious, serious damage Yeah, that's right, so look, I'm not a fan of that rule and I don't like it full stop and I can't see myself changing my opinion on that. Other rules, um, well, okay, so they're going to have a shootout, they're going to take away draws, whatever, uh, that's something that's happening in Pro League, and I'm not sure I'm against that, because I think that system can work if it, given certain limitations that might be placed upon them, like the inability to replay games and things like that. You know what, percentage system's probably not a bad way to go. In and, that, and, and, and we also, But we also saw in some of those games in the Pro League that 
there was something in it in the game right to the yeah. death and we we saw Spain do it time and time again yeah. equalise right at the death and then come away with almost a win yeah I don't like it being reported as you know the result of the game being a team that won the shootout and that being the headline because yeah. it's very often not the headline yeah, yeah. Um, on to see the point system I don't understand why you had to make it five and you could have left it three, two, one and it would have just made it easy for everybody. Um, you know, this five points, why? Why five points? A team, ten points, it'll make the table look skewed and it'll... But the, the issue is if you're a side that aren't getting any wins on the board, there's suddenly a very big yeah, gap to, to, to make up. Yeah, and those shootout wins won't make, mean anything to you necessarily because um, the gap's going to be too big. Mathematically speaking, anyway, maybe someone else can yeah, well, tell we'll us, see, talk we'll us through it and tell us why it's a good idea. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, there's, a, there's a new media man at Hockey Australia. Yes, so there is. We'll um, we'll we'll look to uh, get an answer on the, that. One. The one rule I do like is the 14 players. I think that's an excellent rule to to try out. I've long been in the opinion and heard it on this podcast before that um, we need to bring fatigue back into the game, and with rolling substitute rolling substitutions and 18 man benches and stuff. I felt it was it was getting that was a something that was being taken out of the sport was fatigue and uh-huh. I think it's very much a part of sport is is fatigue and hopefully that will come back and that'll open the games up as well and, and, you, and create you know, more opportunities for scoring when players are fatigued to create those celebratory moments without oh having to fuck around just, with you, the bloody you just, rules you just used it in context in supporting an argument that you were making I did see you've changed man you've changed if I use that that term in that context they'll understand what a real celebratory moment is and stop trying to manufacture them the way they are and just let the game create them you know one of the other big benefits as well with it one less double room yeah there is one less room (laughs) very interesting to see how teams approach do they play two goalkeepers and 12 players or do they play one goalkeeper and and 13 no, you and play you play one goalkeeper don't you That's, and, yeah. and we're seeing teams being more adaptive now to playing without a goalkeeper um, yeah. when it's when it's, well, when it's necessary it'll make an interesting games. situation too if you do lose a goalkeeper if, say he gets hurt in the first five minutes and will does that are going to affect your chances positively or negatively in playing out the rest of the game because essentially you'll have the extra outfielder what do you do on shoot what's the, what are the rules with shootouts with no goalkeeper oh, who knows I haven't. We'll, we'll have to put that question to him yeah. as well. But I, I do like the, the the size of the squads rule, and it might have been forced somewhat as a cost saving measure. But it'll be interesting to see how the players and the teams adapt to it, and what they think. Players will be playing more on the field; they'll be getting more game time as well. Yeah. So I I can see them liking it. Uh, look, there's no more announcements this week have come out. You check out some of the uh, the various accounts for Hockey One League. We've got Adelaide Fire, Brisbane Blaze, Canberra Chill, Tassie Tigers, Perth Thunder Sticks, and Hockey Club Melbourne, the Chop Milks, and New South yep. Wales Pride. Um, but wow. all, you'll find those all on the socials. Yeah, the, you can get on, be a member, get a get a hat and a lanyard and a little bag. Some oh, great stuff. Be, be nice to get a vote at the AGM. <laughs> You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Well, we haven't had an interview, Matt, and we've just been rabbiting on for about 51 minutes now. So oh, geez, I've got to, got to go and pick the little one up from school, mate. We've got. Oh, to... okay. So we've got to finish <laughs> the program very shortly. 
Okay, what more have you got there then? Oh, quickly? that'll do. Uh, if you're streaming live hockey, there's been some local stuff happening here from Ash Morrison um, of the the local league. Do put the hashtag live stream hockey on your on your yeah. um, your posts out. Have and a listen to tag the in at the hockey live. Have a listen to the latest uh, not the footy show podcast as well. Ashley interviews Kate Richards and Walsh, but they don't specifically talk about hockey. It's on another subject entirely, and it's a very interesting discussion. Check it out. Check that out. Not, not the footy show. At not the footy show on the socials. Yeah, keep in touch with us on the socials, on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, all at the reverse stick. Got some feedback for us, send it through. Send it by email if you want to, matt at the reverse stick.net or john at the reverse stick.net. And remember, if you're off to the hockey this weekend, whack the pod- podcast on and uh, annoy your hockey friends, you know, both just going, what are you listening to? Playing this weekend? Uh, yes, Sunday afternoon game. What about you? Yeah, Sunday afternoon. Guess what? What? First state training session. What time? Seven o'clock Sunday morning. You won't be up. <laughs> God help me. It's pretty easy, mate. What? Your grade's pretty easy. It's easy. I mean, really, I run around at the left half and had it covered. You didn't come on till half time. No, quarter time. Huh? Quarter. I let yeah, go and then you had to have a sit down in the middle when when they scored a goal. <laughs> I just, you know, those young fellas, they they got no heart. No, well, to be fair, um, the the opposition didn't have a lot. No, they didn't, did they? It was nice to have a run, though. I just I could, next I, time I'll use my hockey stick. I might um I might come and film your your training session on Sunday morning. On Sunday morning, oh, seven really? o'clock. Yeah, I'm out, I'm out I'm out and about. I'm doing some work at that time, so I might yeah, I might come up and film it and just share that. Oh, I on YouTube. Might do the live stream even. <laughs>